Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. But at some point, if it's not a routine, I still need to make sure I have an accountability partner, a system, something to make sure that some someone's checking me. Because if it's not a routine, if it's not something that's built into my daily habits, then it's a lot harder to do it. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It is just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, we're talking about our struggles with accountability. You know, when do we get to that tough love space, even with ourselves, to make the change that we need to make? If you're frustrated that you aren't doing what you know you should do, this is the conversation for you. If you're ready, let's talk. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, I I missed being with you last week, but I can I tell you that when I was on my way back from Virginia back to Maryland, I had a about an hour and a half drive. I pulled up the real WW talk that you guys did in the Facebook group and listened to it. And I was like, I'm sitting here going, yes. And I'm responding in my head to everything you were saying. It was awesome. We hope we made you proud. We tried, but we missed you. It's not the same without you. Thank you. Well, I missed being there, but it was, but I was like, wait a second, Ricky let her hair down for this one. What was that? (laughs) Did she not look a little fabulous? I mean, not that you don't look fabulous now. Right. Thank you. But I was like, oh, Ricky has stepped up her game for that week. Like I go away and Ricky's like extra fine. (laughs) Can I just say I missed the memo about the flowy tops because you guys are wearing these gorgeous like flowy tops with the like same neckline. I'm like, okay. Well, that's only this memo. This is the reality is I showed up and Candace looks amazing with her hair fixed. Right. And I went, Oh, hold up. I look like trash. I got up. I ran to my room. This is yesterday's top. I wore this yesterday. I haven't fixed my hair. I took it out of a ponytail holder. So if you're listening on the podcast, 
come over, watch us on YouTube and Facebook so you can see what we're talking about. But Candace, <laughs> Candace makes us level up and I appreciate the standard you're setting for us, Candace. And this is real WW talk. So we're going to be real about it because the first question that the ladies ask because they know me is, did you curl all of your hair today? <laughs> that was the first question. And the second was, the reason this is on is because all of my dingy clothes are dirty. So I had to find a professional top because I haven't had to wear professional clothes in a year. So I said, let me go ahead and pull out the one thing that's clean. Listen, nobody's going to know. Nobody will know that you dug it out of the laundry. I like to be real. And I won't t- even tell you I have one earring in here and none over here because I couldn't find the other one. <laughs> you made it work. We wouldn't have known. <laughs> You're welcome. So, so how was your week? What happened this week for you guys? Who wants to go mm-hmm. first? Now I went, who went first last? I went first you did, last. So it's Ricky's turn. All right, Ricky, you're up. Um, so my week didn't go exactly how I would have wanted it to. Um, I made choices that I wasn't proud of. I did make some good choices as far as Tuesday. We had our track at Tuesday. I shared that, but you know, I, I keep going back to the same habits and I really want to be intentional to speak about breaking those uh, mainly just over snacking at the end of the day, especially on the way home, getting something or track eating something that I hadn't tracked. So um, I'm, I'm going to be intentional about changing those habits and stop falling into the same. Oh, I didn't know. Wow. Why did I gain this week? Because um, I can do better. I can. Yeah. Um, I, I relate to Ricky. Uh, earlier this week, I was in that same cycle. And then I called BS on myself on Thursday because I was sick and tired of myself. Um, I did have a 3.6 pound loss, but, and I'm proud of that. Wow. But I think it's because I decided towards the end of the week to, to call that BS. I got to what I would call my low because this, I, I really haven't been holding myself to the accountability standards that I, I usually do. And, and I was getting tired of it. So, mm-hmm. so the loss is still a gain for the year, but I'm trying to rephrase it to just say that I'm proud that I got back on track this week. Wow, man, it sounds like you guys were, you were hitting on some stuff this week. But, but when I listen though, I mean, Ricky, I hear resolve in your voice Mm -hmm. and Candace, same for you. Um, So I think that deserves Bravo star, right? Because it's, um, you know, it's making, it's making that choice and going, I just need to keep going in it. I, I mean, it feels like, you guys sound like kind of where I've, where I have been and I'm, I ebb and flow out of, I think that I'm on a, I'm definitely on a better path than where I have been. I was, I was down 1.8 this week, which is honestly pretty shocking. Uh, it, I mean, I tracked it, I tracked this week, but you know, the past couple of weeks, like I'm, I'm tracking and I'm up five pounds and I'm like, how am I up five pounds? I didn't do five pounds worth of anything. And if I'm going to gain five pounds, I want to at least feel like I've eaten all the cake, right? Like what's going on? So I think my body is still, um, just highly volatile to stress. Um, so maybe this is a little bit, I mean, although it was a stressful week, I have no reason. All I know is, um, I think what you guys are saying about the consistency part, I think that's the thing that I have been, I've been really trying to work on because I have, I've felt so inconsistent. Um, and maybe we can kind of just dive in and talk more, talk more about that for today, because I remember saying to you guys, like, I don't know, probably 
five or six weeks ago, like I keep doing the same stupid things over and over again. And it's like, I'm stuck in this cycle and I can't get out of it. And why, why am I not treating myself as good as other people are treating me? Right. Like what, what is, what is happening inside my head that I just can't get out of this and I'm not, I'm not valuing myself. Do you guys feel, do you feel any of that? Like what's, what's your, give me, give me your raw feelings right now. Where do you guys like just the raw feeling? Well, you know, I made a post about this, the consistency piece on Thursday, because that's when it hit me that, um, you know, this is something uh, not feeling valuable. And people gave a lot of people in the Facebook group gave some feedback. And there was a quote in there that I just wanted to, to tie into our conversation as we're talking about it. There were two. One that says the accomplishment of any goal is the progressive accumulation or compound effect of small steps taken consistently over time. And Darren Hardy, who wrote this, he has a book about this topic, but he also, and I put it in the comments over there, it says, the lack of consistency is the subtle but great stealer of dreams and desires. The stop and start process is what kills progress and is probably one of the greatest reasons why many people don't achieve their goals and end up living in continuous discontent, frustration, and disappointment. And that hit me like, I, it, the thing that made me upset is that I posted that quote on Facebook 10 years ago, mm. 10 years ago, that mm. resonated with me. And 10 years later, I still have not been able to take that thought and apply it to myself because of the accountability. I haven't felt, I haven't been able to translate that into action in terms of staying consistent. So I wanted to just bring that to the conversation yeah. um, because a lot of people posted under there that they, they too are struggling with it. So I think that's a, a very meaningful quote. And I, you know, I can relate to having felt that way 10 years ago myself too, like feeling like, why can't I be consistent? And I think one thing that you kind of touched on in our kind of pre <laughs> pre chat Candice was just ha- tough love and how we, Needs And I think part of that is honesty. Are we being honest with ourselves? And I think what it comes down to, why why I think I personally struggle with consistency at times is because I'm not honest with myself. And, you know, that's kind of juxtaposed with the whole, like, be kind to yourself, be, you know, have your mantra, like all, there's nothing wrong with those things. But I think there's a difference between being kind to yourself and being honest. Like I can be kind to myself and tell lies to myself. (laughs) And then I can be honest with myself and say, you need to stop. You're doing wrong. You're hurting yourself. This is just limiting your future. This is limiting yourself. You're physically limiting yourself. The more you carry this weight around. And I, when I say you, I mean me, me. but like, I, I, I see you guys shaking your heads and it sounds like it's, it's resonating with you too. Honesty so, is kind. Mm-hmm. Being Honesty with someone and being able to think about like our, just think about interpersonal relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to sit down and go be directly honest and not in a way, I think, I think a lot of times people, I'm just being honest, right? Is how a lot of times we say that I'm like, no, you're being rude mm-hmm. because honesty, honesty is about pushing a conversation forward or 
pushing a person forward. It's believing so much in someone that they can change or that this is, we know that this person is capable of this and we want to have this honest conversation with them of how they can reach themselves. And we see these things that are getting in the way of that. And we care so deeply that we want to be able to address this for the future. And that's a kind thing to do because the motivation is love The motivation of that is love to get them to that place. And so if we even just approach that with ourselves of we need to have this honest conversation with ourselves, not to push ourselves further down into the ground and into the hole that we're in. But if we can honestly have that conversation out of kindness and tenderness and love, because we know what we are capable of doing, we know who we are capable of being that is kind. Yeah. That's very, very true. And and I love how you how you said that honesty is kindness because I think that we are kind of conditioned a little bit that when you say anything negative or that might not be like I'm disappointed in myself, people are, don't do that. Don't do that. It's okay. You know, you just let's just kind of silver line it or you're doing the best you can. You're like, I actually am not doing the best I can. Like, that's the problem. I'm not lying to myself. Mm -hmm. I'm lying to myself. And I'll I'll never forget. uh, My dad was teaching me to play golf and I was consistently hitting the ball to the right. And he had taught me the techniques to do it, to hit the ball the right way. And he was getting very frustrated with me because he was like, at some point, you're going to make up your mind to stop playing and BSing and do hit the ball the way that I taught you to hit it. And until then, you're just going to keep hitting it wrong. And I was so upset. How dare you? I am really trying hard here to hit the ball the way that you taught me. But in my anger, I hit the ball the way that he taught me and it went the right way. And he said, and that's exactly what I mean. And now you did it. And I've never played golf since because I didn't like the fact that he was right. But it's true. And sometimes that's just, just that jolt of you know what to do and you're just not doing it. As much as it pissed me off, I ended up doing what I needed to do, mm-hmm. you know, and I wonder if we do that with ourselves and say, I love you, Candace. You are full of it. Yep. You are full of it. You're paying mm-hmm. for WW and doing not one bit of tracking, mm-hmm. not one bit of meal prep, and then acting like you don't understand why the scale is going up. Mm-hmm. I love you. Stop it. You know, why, why is that? I think that's something like you said, Aaron, that's healthy for us to do. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I'm finally seeing some, because we've talked about consistency, right? We've This is something that we've been talking about for a while. And I mean, you know, Kenneth, like you said, 10 years ago, you pop this thing up. Like, this is the same thing we all struggle with. And I can see it in my own journey that, you know, it's our, the ups and downs and the gains. And um, 
I have been frustrated by my lack of consistency. And I also feel like I've been trying to control the process too much. I don't know if that makes sense. Like that's led to a lot of frustration, but I, as much as I've been trying to control the process, I haven't been controlling the things that need to be controlled. And that was tracking. Mm -hmm. Literally, that is the key to this whole program is tracking the food that you eat and being honest with it. And it's not until I have recently started, which is probably why I've been so frustrated when I have these like four and five pound gains that really truly weren't four and five pound gains. I think it's my body just reacting to a various different things because my, the one thing that I've done with it is I have tried to be consistent in what I have been eating and tracking as a test to all of these weird gains. And so while I'm seeing this, I'm then seeing this. And it's like the, it's going down like that, as opposed to the straight line, the straight consistent line that I've wanted. I think that's been part of my, my, my control over Mm -hmm. it. And I don't know. I think I'm still expecting, I don't know if you guys do this. Like I'm expecting my WW journey to work the same way it did 10 years ago, five Mm -hmm. years ago. And I'm learning that I've got to completely come into this as a new member, this, this journey. Now I have to be a completely new member on. Part of this conversation reminds me of when we talked about motivation and we had that quote from um, our friend Syed Fitness who was talking about, you know, sometimes you just need to do what you do regardless of whether you're motivated. And I think that goes for routines too. Like when we're trying to build back those routines that, you know, at one point I know I had a routine down where I was tracking quote unquote perfectly. And I was drinking my water the way I should at like, you know, tracking all of my water, getting that amount in. But at some point, if it's not a routine, I still need to make sure I have an accountability partner, a system, something to make sure that some someone's checking me. Because if it's not a routine, if it's not something that's built into my daily habits, then it's a lot harder to do it. Um, so I think that that piece of it is important too. Like, how do we consistently be like be consistent with this program when it's not a daily routine? Ricky on the accountability partner because we're here, mm-hmm. right? You've got Candace and me. Mm-hmm. Is is it better for us to? So I mean, I'll ask you the question. I'll ask you because we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But can we help you? I, I don't always like to ask the question because I don't like to apply pressure to someone in a way that causes them to retreat more. Mm-hmm. But then there's also this part of me, like, I'm just going to jump in and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but does, is there fear for you in reaching out and asking us mm-hmm. to help you if you, if you are struggling that much, like what's, what's, and I'll even throw this out too. Sometimes it feels better to not be accountable to the people that, you know, it's easier to be accountable to a stranger, mm-hmm. someone different. Is there any of that? I just thrown a lot at you, but. Not especially. I mean, I think it's helpful to have people who know me well and who will like, you know, like you were saying with your example with your dad, Candace called me on my BS. You know, I think there's times where it's less that I don't, I, I, less that I have trouble asking for help and more that I am not in a place where I want to receive help. And it's like, I'd, you know, that, that feeling of like, I'd rather have this momentary feeling of like saying yes to something I want 
in the moment versus that like, okay, let me think about why I'm saying no to the slice of cake or why I'm saying no to this, why I need to reach out to an accountability partner. I'm saying no to this for something that I'm not going to see right now. It's, you know, I'm not going to see the hundred pound weight loss tomorrow. And it's, I think it's still so hard to to make that decision today for something that's going to happen, you know, a year, two years down the line. Yeah. And I think that it's good. I think, you know, with us offering and you know that we're always here and even with what you instituted on our Facebook page with Track It Tuesday, where people Mm -hmm. post, you know, you post your journal. The only thing that I also find and Ricky, Aaron, I don't know if this is similar for you, is even with accountability partners, it's a slippery slope because I am very good at the BS. So if you ask me, Aaron or Ricky, how was your day? And I had something that I wasn't proud of. Oh, I'm very great at the, oh, it was awesome. God is great. I stayed within my points. I just don't put it in the tracker. It is, it it goes back to our podcast on hiding, hiding food, hiding what I do, telling you I went straight home and didn't stop at McDonald's or didn't stop at Jersey Mike's when I know that I did. You know, those are things that I, no one will know but me. And I still have to find enough internal something about it being important to me to make me not do that. Because I I find that that is where I'll lose it with accountability partners. Mm-hmm. I will, I'm only as good, my accountability, my accountability partner is only as good as my honesty and about what I'm struggling with or about what I'm eating. Sometimes I find that one of the hardest things about being honest is actually trust that it's not always a, it is as much like, I don't want to reveal this thing, but it's also meaning that if I, if I do reveal it, I have to trust you with it too, because I'm telling you, and I have to, I'm already shaming myself. And if I do reveal it to you, it's like, it amplifies the shame in some Mm -hmm. way. And now I feel like I've, I've got to receive your shame as well as mine. Yeah. I don't know how to move beyond that, but you know that we're not going to shame you for mm-hmm. it. Is it that we'll try to help you be accountable? Right. Is that, cause I'm just thinking through me, like there's like Ricky, like you're saying, like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be accountable for this, mm-hmm. but I think it's Brene Brown. And when, again, all these things are working together, Brene Brown, when she said the narrative that we create in our head, right. the story I'm telling myself is that you all are going to say you fatty. I cannot believe that you ate all of that and that I, I mean, you are out of control, mm-hmm. right? Said no WW person to another WW person ever, mm-hmm. because we all understand the struggle, but we do that. Do you know what I mean? So I just think that it's a narrative and we choose to believe it because we just have for so long. It's become mm-hmm. a habit to, to, to believe those things, even though we know we don't have any evidence of its truth. Yeah. And I think the first step is of, of being accountable to someone else is that sharing that say being vulnerable and saying like, I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to share you the, the good, bad, the ugly, everything I did. And then with that story that we've built up in our heads, I think it is, it, it kind of breaks down that story when you actually share and it's like, Oh, it wasn't bad. Like I did share, I, I was vulnerable and 
nobody, you know, said, I'm taking you to the Weight Watchers police, you know, <laughs> like, that's it, turning you in. Like, it wasn't that bad. But I think that just like when we talk about with the gym or with the workout, you know, the hardest part is walking through the door. I think with, with sharing these things, the hardest part is just saying it out loud that first time. But then it's like, okay, it's not that bad. I can keep going. I can keep doing this. And not projecting other people, you know, the people in our lives who have judged us, you know, Mm -hmm. and have made those comments or we know would be disappointed in our choices and not maybe extend that much grace to us, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if we were to maybe not respond because I'm not perfect. And if I'm there to help you, Aaron, or help you, Ricky, and I accidentally say, whoa, Mm -hmm. and you take that negatively, and it was just a response that I had to something you said, Still not letting that be a derailment in terms of your sharing and saying that hurt, you know, I process that you're judging me and it makes me not want to share. You know, we have to take some accountability because we can't control other people. Mm -hmm. And with an accountability partner or anybody, your hope is that they're always going to say it in a way that's comforting, but that's not always going to be the case. And that can't be a reason that we stop sharing. I was thinking back to what you guys had talked about last week with friendships and how friendships can change. And there's the fear that someone's going to change without you, right? Being there with them. And I'm just thinking about the three of us, like I kind of see about, see us doing, um, you know, like those mud races, right? Like Candace is the most athletic out of us, right? Like Candace was you know, she was doing the thing. And meanwhile, I'm sitting on the couch reading a book, definitely not the person you pick for any type of sport for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think about like the three of us doing these mud races together, right. We're, we're, we're team going through this and we're going to, we're coming to a wall. We've all hit a bunch of different walls. Somebody's got to get over the wall first, but in order to get over the wall, it's two people pushing a, pushing a butt up over a wall. Right. And that person who's at the top is now reaching down to help push the next one up. No one's left behind. Like the three of us are, the three of us are together doing this. So I don't think either of us, any of us have to fear that someone's going to get so far out because we care so much about one another. Yeah. Right. I mean, Candace, I'm a little worried about you because you have said before, if you get there, you're going to make sure we all know it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be a problem. Fear. Yeah. <laughs> I will put on two earrings right. and <laughs> always dress up and be right. like, what? what? Right. I'll pull you back in the mud on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wonder how much of that for us even just comes down. It comes down to that honesty and that, and that trust it's the, and like we've been saying, it's the, it's accountability. Um, I remember Ricky, I don't remember. We had another WW friend and we did a tracker week. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that where we shared our tracker for the entire week? And I was, mm-hmm. I'm such a rules follower. Like I followed it and I did the track. And then the two of you revealed to me at the end of the week that you only sent me the tracker part that you wanted me to see that you all were. <laughs> Yes. I don't remember that. Yes. I don't remember that part of that. Yes. Cause you both had gains. And I was like, how did you gain? You sent me your trackers and you're all like, <laughs> but that's well, exactly my point. You right. said what you want to see. Right. Yes. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like you said, to know that we're in a safe space. And yes. like I said, even if it doesn't feel safe all the time, it doesn't mean that you get to throw out the general concept of what the whole reason why you wanted the accountability. 
And you may not always need it. Like I might not always need to send a tracker every single day right. to somebody. But while I do need it, is it okay for me to say, hey guys, I'm struggling this week. I need some additional eyes. I need some feedback. I need you to ask me how I'm doing and to say, no, really, I want to see some pictures. Did you eat the tiramisu? I want to see. And if we you did, did that at the beginning of the year, because I think I reached out. I was like, what was it? It was the gingerbread cake. Yeah. Isn't this funny how things feel so small now and they were so huge then, but I was mm-hmm. like, I literally have so much cake and everything and I need accountability. Mm-hmm. on this. And I send it to you guys. Like, this is me putting it in the freezer. This is, yeah. this is me not eating it. It's going in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think as a way that we, we sometimes will do, we're like, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm not going to keep sending my tracker to other. No one said, why are we so dramatic? First yeah. off, calm down. Nobody <laughs> said that you have to do this every single day for the rest of your life, but while you need it, you need it. And that's part of honesty is kind. And what you said, Aaron, honestly, I need other eyes on me right now. People who are in recovery programs, as you know, this is my field, they sometimes go to inpatient where they are viewed and watched consistently as they are going through their struggle because they need that at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and yet accountability is just that. Mm-hmm. It's not a sign of weakness to ask that. To me, that's a sign of strength of knowing, knowing what you need and asking asking for it and asking for the help because there's so much fear around asking for help and not getting it. So to mm-hmm. actually put yourself out there to yeah. do, which is I commend you, Ricky, because like, that's mm-hmm. how you start us. Like I need help. Mm-hmm. Right that's now. so strong. Like, I mean, if I could give you a million Bravo stars and ones that light <laughs> up, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've got a gonna, Bravo star going to, that is our happening. project for Christmas. We're going to find a way to get some lights on, on it and turn it on. And it blings when it's really big. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> So, so what do we want? What do we want for this week? Uh, What do we want and what are we willing to do to achieve it? Maybe that's the better question. Mm -hmm. And remember, we don't have to do everything. I, you know, what I keep going back to is I want peace of mind. Mm -hmm. I just want peace of mind. And so I know, I know for me this week, I, I did not really do a lot of walking last week because of my, I just had some really odd work days but I kept up with the food portion. The food portion is key. Like our buddy Sia, it says, you know, it's 80% food, 20% everything else. But the walking though is a big key thing to me to, I don't know what it is about what that unlocks in my brain that it makes me want to do the food portion. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm meal prepping at least one meal and I just feel good when I'm out walking. So that's one thing that for me, I got to keep that consistency going on that because it unlocks the other pieces. Well, I stole your uh, something again, you talked about in November, Aaron, where, and of course I acted like it was brand new in my mind, where <laughs> I <laughs> I am pre-tracking sweets that I want this week yeah. on the days because <laughs> tomorrow is my son's birthday. He's a, He'll be a year old tomorrow. It's been a year. <laughs> and my dad's birthday is the next day, which means just insert every cake that you want or every sweet. And I also wanted to try that Starbucks uh, strawberry funnel cake drink that just looks amazing. And I count, of course, I pre-tracked it. It's 15 points for a tall. Okay. The way that they make it and 21 points or something ridiculous for a a grande. But my point is, you had said, why don't you just pre-track it on a day that you want it? It's something that you can look forward to. And I want to be, and so I did that. I already pre-tracked cake 
and a funnel cake drink. And I don't feel bad about it. And I also want to be accountable to you guys and say, Mm -hmm. I'm having this with no guilt. But to be honest about if I am struggling, those are my big things. That's awesome, Candice. Yeah, I love that. Thanks. Um, I just want to start the week off with honesty, the Weight Watchers week, since that restarts for us today. Um, And for me, what that means is um, not just tracking, but sticking to what I have in my tracker. And then if I feel hungry, like truly assessing, um, like I probably should take a drink of water. I could have some fruit. I could have something different. It doesn't have to be um, something that's carb heavy or something that's like the first thing that pops into my head. I can uh, just take some time to make decisions and and have less um, impulsive reactions to like that immediate like hunger feeling. So that's my goal. Ricky, is there... Um... Are there any snacks that you can prep now mm-hmm. that you can have for when it comes to nighttime? Like maybe even the same thing like what Candace is doing where she is pre-tracking her sweets. I, so I'll tell you one of the things because nighttime eating has been a hard thing for me. Um, I, I've i taken a note from my mom because my mom has type 2 diabetes. Um, and I just know that at some point that's probably in my future because I'm the copy paste of her. And every night she eats yogurt with a little bit of granola on top and a couple berries because it's the protein helps with the insulin overnight. Mm -hmm. And so I found a really good, um, non-dairy yogurt, uh, Nancy's oat milk yogurt. I'll put that out. It tastes like real yogurt. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do that. It's three smart points for six ounces. And I've put uh, a little bit, instead of doing granola, since that tends to be a higher point, I have a gluten-free cereal that goes on it. Um, and I can have more for fewer points. And so I, I've, I've, it is not my first choice of a snack. Let's, I'm just putting that out there. If Aaron at eight o'clock does not want yogurt with a crunchy cereal and some berries on it straight up, that's, <laughs> that is not my choice. But I will say that that choice has actually given me more what I call my food freedom in my mind. And it's led me to making better choices. So I don't know if there's anything as you're, you know, as you want to make that plan, but maybe it's better to even just concretely go, I'm going to eat this at night instead of being surprised by it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Maybe it's some toast with a little bit of Nutella and some strawberries mm-hmm. on it, right? It's not like it's got to be uh, the great. Oh gosh, uh, the greatest, <laughs> healthiest snack ever. But at least it's there and planned. Mm-hmm. And I like the yeah. Nutella for you because you know that's your thing. Sure, <laughs> yes. yeah, that's a good idea. I'll have to to plan for for that snack and have something available and um, ready to go, even if I feel like I'm not going to need it. Does that feel like I'm, I've been hearing that from you, but I'm going to be honest. It feels like, like it's a, well, no, it's less, it's not even, I guess I'm just, it's not even the nighttime. So that's why I was like, yeah, Um, it's, it's just the time is more so like that in between dinner. And so that's the time, not necessarily, but the idea. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. And that's a, that's a trouble spot for me too. So I, Mm. I, it's, it's a, That in between, like you said, in between lunch and dinner, that Mm -hmm. afternoon, that afternoon can get you. You guys, it is the in between breakfast and lunch. (laughs) 
lunch and dinner. Waking up. <laughs> in the yeah. evening. I, I'm not even playing. <laughs> I've started now with between breakfast and lunch, having a rice cake with some um, avocado yeah. on it. Because I'm like, I have, I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm like, just, I want all the food right now. And I'm trying to at least. I feel like like for next week, I'm eating vegetables. I'm better. It's at least it's better in my head, but Mm -hmm. my gosh, that's not what I want at all. (laughs) I just think like, and I said, we, we don't have time today, but next week we can delve into, I'm triggered by when I've run out of points, even if I've had a day when I hit Mm -hmm. zero. Oh, every craving I have ever wanted is like immediate. So when I hit zero, it's no good. So I have to save some points at the end of the day. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for us. We, uh, we wish you a great week. Of course, you can find us in our Facebook group on YouTube and on Instagram. Just search for real WW talk. And of course the podcast, if you're you know, watching us on other networks, you can put us in your pocket, maybe take us out for a walk, get some fit points in, and uh, we wish you a good week and we'll, we'll catch up with you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.